Hey everybody, it is Chris from the studios of WFC3. It's yet again Monkey Business, your weekly podcast for all things Nerd World News. In the studio with me, as always, the Lord Master of all things radio and media, Billy DeTori. Oh, hi Chris. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Good. And uh, and my uh, surly human sidekick, Tanya Metris. Hello. I'm going to get clobbered because I'm sitting next to her again in the studio. <laughs> with me, That's favorite dangerous. intern, Tony Baquetta. Hi guys. Ever-present commentator, Wayne Brown. Hey. And a new voice in the studio today, Jason Hilton. Howdy. Jason, you're all bruised and beaten up over there. Yeah, it's a good thing this isn't TV. I'm telling you. <laughs> we've, we've got faces for radio, as Tanya tried pointing out to me the last time we were in studio. And Billy said that we probably shouldn't sit next to each other because we fight. <laughs> we do bicker a lot. We're in we arm's do, reach. We do bicker a lot. Do I have to sit between you two kids? No. Oh, yeah. Do I have to pull this radio show over? <laughs> don't, don't make me turn this Don't make me turn this radio station around. It'll be bad. <laughs> All right. So We're sorry, Billy. So today's okay. topic. Today's topic. We, dun, dun, we've dun. covered lots of different things, and we've had our little, like we call them, the foundation chat. So we kind of get our, our armchair quarterbacking in. We try to... Get the baseline for things that we're going to talk about in the future. And today is the DCU, DC Comics Universe, the Uh-oh. movie universe. Um, I'm out. The, you know, <laughs> DC's, DC's response to the MCU, I would suppose, is probably the best way to call it. Now, well, if you go ahead, count that back in the 70s with Superman and the Batman movies, mm-hmm. they started their own, well, they had like three, well, three Superman movies. They started a universe back then, but mm-hmm. they kind of let it. Actually, four Superman. Was, yeah, yes. all, you know, Superman like, four, the, the quest, quest for, for the quest to ignore it. Yeah. Quest for the quest peace? for peace. Yeah, yeah. yeah the quest the for ignoring quest this movie. For more money. <laughs> isn't, isn't that isn't that Mel Brooks too? Yeah, Mel Brooks Spaceballs two, the search for more money. Yes, that's right. Or something like that. It's merchandising. Or originally it was Spaceballs three, the search for Spaceballs two. That was I think what it was originally. But anyway, today we're going to focus our conversation on. On the current uh, version of the DCU, Man of Steel, Superman vs. Batman, Suicide Squad, and the upcoming Wonder Woman and Justice League movies. Um, what are the influences that we think have have inspired these movies? Where do they th- where do you think how are they how have they gone so far? Where do they think they're going? Uh, so we're we're gonna tap pat ourselves on the back with our great level of expertise and armchair quarterback these movies, and uh, and give our honest look at things and and information we've learned about where they might be going. Uh, using all sorts of media because DC really has kind of owned television over the over the decades, you know, with the Super Friends cartoons and all the different TV shows and movies that have sprouted up over the past, well, God, 40 years. Um, you know, so it, are they going to use these as influences for the DCU going no. forward? Probably They're, not. Un- unfortunately, nah. no. No. You don't think so, Billy? No. Teen Titans is a huge no. hit in our house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. No. Well, define well, influence. Teen Titans Go or... Regular oh, Teen Titans. Oh, don't, don't don't do that. Don't even talk about. Don't go. even bring up go. That weird Al Yankovic Teen Titans episode mm-hmm. was great. Now to circle around to Jason. Jason asked the question to, to define influence. In my opinion on this one, would would it be that all of this material that they have come up with through comic books, through TV, through movies in the past, etc., are they going to use those stories? Are they going to use some of that tenor, some of that feel, some of the you know the visuals to influence what the the DCU is going to have going forward? Okay. I, I, oh, I, I, I missed that. You missed that. What, how did? How, <laughs> it's like I, there was like all the inf, inf, yeah. I well, they used Batman versus Superman. They the used uh, Dark Knight Returns, and they only used a the portion. Frank Miller graphic novel. Yeah, they it's only whether used they, a portion of it. I think mm-hmm. they will use it, but whether they use it correctly, yes, they, yeah. that's is the question up for interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll start right from the jump. You know, when we talked about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we had like something like ten movies to talk about. But in this mm-hmm. case, we only have really three. three. Yeah. 
and with two on the way. So this could, we can probably spend a little bit more time on, on each of them. No, there's probably, a, but a ten, ten on, on the way. way. Yeah, and there's ton, a t- well, yeah, ten on the way. Two, two yeah. right now. Yeah, you two know, two, but, but yeah. there's. Two that you can actually through. see footage in trailers. You know? Exactly. Yeah. They've got movies scheduled through 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody does. I think there's 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 not a franchise out there that hasn't mm-hmm. released what it's going to be up to for the next you know four or five years yeah. in some cases. New Star Wars movie every year. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I always oh, wait, say that's a whole other conversation. That's oh, yeah. that cash. It's cash. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cash. A, it's, money. That's what all the studios want. That's why there's a new um, Harry Potter movie because they want. A cash cow so they can Move. milk it every year and get people in the seats every year. All right, and I'm the one who loves dystopian stuff, but you see, sir, are a cynic, and that's kind of awesome. Um, <laughs> but the, you know, let me ask you, on the, let me before we jump in, then, so let's let's toy with that a little bit. Do you think that it's all that's really 100 percent all they care about? They don't want to tell a good story at all. Bean counters do. The bean counters want to tell a good story because then they no, get, they, they, they want it. They, they just, just all it. they want is the money. They want the money. But you wouldn't. But wouldn't you, you can't think get that, the money without a good story? Well, that's the thing. Even the bean counters would probably want to have some sort of creative, you know, quality level because they know that people are going to come see it again and again if mm-hmm. it's good. If they think it's going to mm-hmm. suck, then it's not going to make as much money. But then, with the DC universe as it is right now, mm-hmm. it sucked because they don't get the people wanting to see it as much as the Marvel Cinematic Universe has. Well, that's true. Marvel Cinematic Universe has made tons of money, Mm -hmm. whereas the DC Cinematic Universe hasn't. They were thinking that Batman versus Superman was going to be at least a billion-dollar movie. And uh, and where was it? I haven't really paid attention Uh, to that. I think it's like $860 right now. Oh, those poor guys. Three-quarters of a a billion. But (laughs) they spent over $250 on it. Uh And and it had Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. It had the Trinity in it. Uh And it couldn't do as as well as... Captain America. That one may have made a ton of money. Eight hundred sixty yes. million, nothing to sneeze at, but it mm-hmm. makes people less likely to go see the second one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which may only make half a billion dollars. Oh darn. Yeah. But when you, know. you start spending two hundred and fifty million on all these movies and mm-hmm. you're only making maybe breaking even, because you at least have to do at least two and a half at least two times whatever your budget is to break even. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So see, as I, I always say that when it comes to comic book readers, everybody loves both DC and Marvel, mm-hmm. but right. everybody has a preference, yeah. like oh, one yeah. over the other. And I always grew up loving DC comics. Mm-hmm. No, I love both of them, but DC was my main go-to comics. Well, yeah, Batman's been your guy since Batman the word go. Batman and Superman mm-hmm. and the Legion of Superheroes and T- I, I just I love DC comics. Matter, I want to see the Matter Eater Lad movie. Exactly. <laughs> but is that, that really going to be? A th- is that? No, are you joking right now? Please tell me you're joking because I know of that character. <laughs> yeah. And I know that they've made reference to him lately, I'm, so I'm like, what the hell? My, my poll list is still just about all DC, mm-hmm. but the movies have disappointed me. And mm-hmm. I still look forward to them. Like, this yep. one, they're going to nail it this time. They can't mess it up four yeah. times in a row. Four times. Oh, yeah. I think just looking well, at the two different universes, DC's movies seem to be just so much more dark mm-hmm. in regards to their feel to it and just the special effects everything mm-hmm. else just... but they didn't used to be i mean they, well they, yeah looking they at made, the they original the superman yeah they made the change to they wanted superman to go was so full of hope like the original superman yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and even the superman they have in the current supergirl tv show yes is they nailed it yeah they nailed it yeah mm-hmm. and meanwhile the dc movie superman the mopey current one superman. mopey superman hobo mopey <laughs> dark 
Why does everybody hate me, Superman? I'm going to yes. go fish in the Arctic, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that there's um, obviously a disconnect between what DC is putting out in their books and what they're trying to put out in their in their universe. Mm-hmm. And um, I think why the TV shows do so well is there is drama, there is some hokiness to it, but the but the cartoon or excuse me, the movies seem to go dark. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and as a bean counter and as the bean counter of the group here, yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, there is obviously some changes being made. Right. Um, I think Jeff Johns took over, correct? Yeah. So yes. That should, that's like, you know, I got goosebumps. Just, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a great turn for the, for the mm-hmm. better. Okay. Hopefully things will, will change in that regard because you know what they do is they think, okay, we're, we're making movies. Let's get guys who know how to make movies first. But is he going to be writing the movies uh have creative control um some version because he's a great writer i love yeah. his work and no i'm the flash and and uh batman and all justice society but is he gonna actually put his pen to paper for the well, that's next yet to DC? be seen yeah. but i think what's important is is that they're starting to put people in place that are comic book people as opposed to movie people mm-hmm. right you know there's uh if they're they were saying let's find guys who know how to make cars let's say this is a racing team you know mm-hmm. let's find guys who know how to make cars first then we'll find really good drivers and then we'll find really you know creative people to mm-hmm. color them and do all the you know the funky stuff mm-hmm. but they were just trying to put the nuts and bolts in place i think first <laughs> and they did that and, and clearly there is a clearly as bean counters come there's 10 movies slated 15 movies there's many movies slated right. so they see it, the money mm-hmm the guys who are putting up the money are saying, okay, I'll do that again. And I'll do that again 10 times or 15 times. So well, it all depends it. on, it all depends on when it starts making that dip into we're starting to lose money on these. Then, or we're not making as much as we want to make. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing. We're not making as much as we want. Yeah, it made money, but we want it more. So are we going to see the effect of. I'm trying to think of how I want to form this question in my head. And that's, there, there's professional radio at its disposal. I'm trying to see how one's going to influence the other, how the money is going to influence the story, and the story could influence the money. And you're looking at potentially a franchise that could drag well, should, in over time have, $8, 9000000000 billion. The money billion shouldn't have anything to do with it. It mm-hmm. should be the story. Because well, a good movie in, in general, I mean, you can't say every time a good movie is going to make money, but mm-hmm. us superhero nerds, us, us geeks – want a good movie and we will go over and over oh, yeah. again to good going back to the michael keaton batman movie mm-hmm. i saw it in the theater three or four times absolutely mm-hmm. so did I, I, yeah. I saw batman versus superman once mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah had, i had the ultimate ticket where i could see it every day of the week if i wanted to and i only saw it twice mm-hmm. see for me the barometer is are, are my kids that my two teenagers at home and and both of them boy and girl are both growing up Nerd, and I love it because they they're getting they're picking up on the same influences that I have, and so there's this there's this almost this vibe that we if if the movie was really awesome we go to see it again in the theater and then you buy it on well, with and the, then you and buy it on VHS and then when it came when <laughs> DVDs came out I yeah. bought it on DVD right. then Blu-rays I bought the Blu-ray box uh-huh. set and you just keep buying it over and over again and that's right. and that's where I was going with this I I know a movie is really good that the moment it is released mm-hmm. on on DVD on video whatever the case may be the kids are saying hey such and such is out now can we get that for the house. You know, and so I know if we've seen it a couple times in the theater and the moment it comes out on DVD, they're interested. They want, hey, Dad, can we pick that up? And then I know that's a movie that's really got their attention. Batman versus Superman. We saw it once, like Mm -hmm. you, Billy. 
And then when the DVD came out, I looked at my son and I'm like, hey, what do you think? Should we go grab it? And he goes, yeah, whenever. Maybe, you know, maybe when the when it you know comes out a little cheaper, maybe, or a discount <laughs> yeah. or something. I, I yeah. feel the same way. As it, a completist, yeah. I need it. Yeah. But yeah. not yet. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Yeah. And yeah, I think to me, yeah. that that was the review of, of a then 12, 13-year-old. He's 14 now. What about Deadpool? Deadpool, my kids have not seen, nor will they. <laughs> now, here's here's my anecdote about Deadpool. When, when it comes to a, a movie that's going to be a little bit more adult, a little bit more R-rated, I tell the kids... Batman versus Superman's R-rated. That's why you get the extended cut. Well, yeah, the extended cut's R-rated. Oh, the, yeah. the movie, the theater version was PG-13. Yeah, PG-13. I tell I tell the kids, though, when, when a movie like that comes out, I say, I'll, I'll go see it first, and then I will come home and let you know if you're old enough to see it. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I went to go see Deadpool. We come home, and Ian immediately asks me, Dad, am I old enough to see it? And I looked at him, I said, honey, I don't even think I was old enough to see it. So. <laughs> and me taking my 17-year-old oh, son that must have to been see fun. it. Uh, yeah, Did you spend it, half of it hiding his eyes? I spent half of it hiding my eyes. <laughs> You'll never look at unicorns the same way oh ever again. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> but, see, I'm going to have to start thing. your previewing there, type thing. People are talking about the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. No one's saying this about the DC. Right. right. Yeah. And it's, they have not landed of, that yet. It's kind of sad when you look at the three that are out right now and say that uh, Suicide Squad was probably the best of the three, at least in my mind. Yeah, no, that's probably not bad. That's yeah. not a bad uh, assessment. I know my kids have seen Suicide Squad. Because you know it's out there, and you can't yeah. you can't stop them if they are determined to see it. And they're both like, "Well, yeah, I, I you know, uh, you know, that, that's the the tenor is like, oh, okay, yeah, it was it was good, it was fun, but you know, but throw one of the Marvel movies in front of them. There you yeah. go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we're in. So that's well, what DC has to do. Well, I'm I'm not that. I don't think I'm there. For, okay. As growing up, I, I'm a flip flopper. Meet uh, DC Marvel, but mm -hmm. I think I've leaned more towards Marvel. Huge Captain America fan. Been an Avengers yeah. fan for a long time. There you go. Did you and see Captain America: Civil War? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. what Batman versus Superman should. That's the same plot. Right. Right, but it didn't start out. It didn't start out Captain America: Civil War. It started out Captain America and mm -hmm. then moved into that. So right. I, it evolved. I, I believe that's going to uh, eventually happen. But um, I think Suicide Squad was right up there with any number of, of, of the Marvel Universe's mm -hmm. movies that were out there. I enjoyed it. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was great. Uh, the, the thing is, uh, people say the current DC movies are too dark, but mm -hmm. the Nolan Batman movies were dark, yes. and they were excellent. I mean, yeah. I, I mentioned, Chris, you weren't in mm -hmm. the room yet. Just okay. yesterday, I uh, watched uh, Dark Knight Rises again for the first time since it was at the theater. I saw it at the theater, mm -hmm. and... Maybe I was affected by the fact the Colorado thing happened the previous day. Okay. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I, it was a long day at work and I was tired. Mm -hmm. But I didn't love it. But I had it at home and I was, uh, let me watch this again. And I wound up loving it. And that's the one with Bane. Bane. Yeah. Tom Hardy doing his 19th yes. century boxer routine. Yeah. Yes. And You know, it wasn't perfect. No. It had flaws, but I really, really thought it was really good. And, and give it back to you, the yeah. people. <laughs> that that line sounds Mr. familiar Trump. for some reason, Tony. Mr. Trump. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I think the, the only problem I had with Dark Knight Rises is that there are certain areas that kind of plotted. It's the story it slowed slow. down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they didn't do anything with the Venom. Yeah. 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 They didn't. That was a little mm -hmm. depressing. Plus, I've. You know, I had to think twice there for a second because I thought you were talking about the Marvel character from home. I'm like, what? I know, me too. I'm like, wait, huh? But, but just the fact, like, when I left the theater, I, I, I was thinking, they didn't really do much with Catwoman, but she was in it enough, and mm -hmm. I thought Anne Hathaway was a, a fine Catwoman. Oh, yeah, I love Anne Hathaway. I yeah. don't understand the Anne Hathaway hate. I never have. Me either. You know, I don't like get it. It's like the Amy Adams hate for uh, Batman versus... For Lois Lane? Well, for Lois Lane. Yeah, what's that, that, that all about? terrible. 
I, I <laughs> she's a terrible. She's a good actress, but she's a terrible Lois Lane. Okay. What makes it that way? What, what's so bad about her? Uh, I mean, because that'll help us get right into the movies that we've been trying to talk about now for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> it, it's is Lois Lane is feistier. Uh-huh. She's, well, I think part of the problem is Superman is she wrong. Is okay. So everything she is based off Terry of Hatcher, Superman. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Everything she's not Terry, Terry Hatcher. Hatcher. <laughs> she's not Terry Hatcher. She's not even, she's not Margot Kidder. Not yeah. Noel Neal. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. Phyllis Coates, not yeah. any of them. Okay. She, she, she's and you were bland. Talking, it's that feistiness that, yeah. you know, and she's not very, you know, is that, that, that spirited. And right. she's got to have black hair. I don't she's got, care. She can't gotta be a redhead. Black hair. No, 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 no. Lois Lane yeah, can't Lois be a redhead. Lane has to no, have black no, hair. Noel Neal had red hair. I don't care. She was, a, she was <laughs> Well, that was a black and white, though. So that was a black and white show, so you couldn't tell. Until it came in a color to see. Oh All right, God. so Man of Steel starts this whole ball rolling twenty minutes later into the conversation, which I'll, I still have to go, which I still have to see. All right, well, we'll have, we have homework. I you think know. we have. Actually, you ever done any of the homework assignments I've given you in the past three months? You've I, given me homework. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, teacher. And <laughs> you're I, the one who's the, the actual teacher. teacher yeah, the, you know, so therefore the, I don't family. do homework. That's awesome. No, I, I think you we did it this. in school. Yeah. I did do mm-hmm. it in school because I don't believe in homework, so mm-hmm. to speak, okay. because kids have to be kids. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I think we have it on DVD somewhere at home, but I'll, I'll have to try to watch it. See, so. in my house, it's in the M section of my DVD rack. There so you I go. go. Right there and, and there I, it is, yeah, Man of Steel. Yeah, it's probably in the superhero movies in our, in our uh, organization system, mm-hmm. but I did see Batman versus Superman. Where, where did, okay, Man of Steel. I thought gonna, it was okay. This is my first question, all right? And this obviously, you know, shows my bias. Where did it go wrong right off the bat? Where that's my question. Fishing, the um, fishing boat scene. Yeah, or maybe uh, the fact they made him unlikable. People trust Superman. Mm-hmm. He's truth, justice in the, in American, the American way. way. I had said this back when we were doing the um, the comic book panel uh, at FC three sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, and again, this is my opinion only. Uh, Everybody who says my favorite comic book character is blank. Batman. Um, yeah, it, that that Batman. person's always going to that that character is always second place to Superman. Everybody just communally loves this character. I mean, they may not collect the title, they may not go out of their way for it, but in everybody's mindset or the majority of the mindset, the superhero of all comic books, mm-hmm. all, all publishing houses, everything is Superman. That's the benchmark that everybody kind of bases their. Their, their beliefs and their people mm-hmm. off of. He so when I say Superman, yeah. when right. I say superhero. yeah, when I say I, I I love Amazing Spider-Man, he's always been mm-hmm. Spider-Man's always been one of my favorite comic book characters Doc of all Savage. time. And uh, yeah. then and the you know that's <laughs> you, you keep in the back of your mind. Yeah. Superman is the guy. He's yeah. the right. barometer for it all. He's Mickey Mouse. He's a, he is. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> that's a great way of looking mm-hmm. at it. He's the centerpiece of the industry mm-hmm. in essence. So when you when you think of everything that Superman stands for. You know, and you can look back over the years of the various plot lines and the arcs and the silliness and the and, and the seriousness of it. You know, the the A and the Z of it all. You know, you can see some core things. You know, the hope, which was not in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the integrity, which was not in this movie. Oh, you the know? Kents were like just dreadful. Pa I, Kent was dreadful. I'm I'm okay with Diane Lane, but yeah, Kevin Costner. It's like uh, he could have done it. I think he had the chops to play oh, he the part. Could, he does, but. Uh, you know, a lot of these. I, I think a lot of these people, like you've, you said, Amy Adams, great actress, mm-hmm. bad part. You know, Kevin Costner, great actor, bad part. So we can say writing. All right, you know, look at it that way. Yeah. What What were they trying to convey? Why did they go that way? And what do you think? I don't, Jason, you look like you're forming a point over there. You're thinking about something at the moment. What do you? You got any two cents for this at the moment? 
Or should uh, I just hang myself a little bit further? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, is it is it writing or is it casting? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is I don't think it's casting, though. Because no, I, I think these oh, people yeah. could have played these parts. Do, do you think they were trying to distance themselves from the feel of the Christopher Reeves movies? Not the Christopher, well, that's for one, but also from the um, Brandon, Routh. Brandon Routh movie, the, the Stalker S- Superman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stalker well, I think <laughs> the problem that you run into right off the bat is... I, I don't know that I ever see Superman as a very serious character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just too omnipotent. He's just too, you know, it's, I mean, I could see you having a good force for him to fight, but I loved always, too, the whole Lex Luthor thing that's mm-hmm. like, he's just a regular guy. He's just, you know, he's smart, but he's not, you know, and I think to try to put some other omnipotent, it's like two gods fighting in the air. You never have a movie about two gods fighting. You have a, a movie about a god and then he, you know, and a guy fighting against that god. Yeah, the know? David and Goliath kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, to just this, like, way above us kind of mm-hmm. thing happening. Um, yeah, and there was that dynamic between Superman and Lex Luthor. Lex knew he could just, you know, if Superman wanted to, he could just break him in half and be done with it. But it was there was always that balance between the two. Like, they knew how to... You know, one could defeat the other, but you're never sure which one was going to actually be the well, victor. When you really think of what Superman's real weakness is, mm-hmm. it's he's human that, that he won't kill. That right. mm-hmm. you know that he won't. That, so that's the thing. It's like not on a boo boo. Except <laughs> now, <laughs> what are you going to do? But now he does. Except now he does. Yeah, which, now he does. And so that kind of what is what rule changes that? Know, that which, that. but they're saying now because he because he killed Zod in the movies, he mm-hmm. won't kill instead of then, then why didn't he just? Snap Batman's neck in two seconds, or because of Martha. Yeah, Martha. Your mother's name is Martha. My name's Martha too. Hey, I'm not gonna kill you today. What? What? <laughs> All right, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> that was just so stupid. I just of all of the plot twists and turns, but you know, like I they said, couldn't, they couldn't write. They wrote so, themselves into a corner, and, and they, so they it goes back to the and writing. It was like, yeah. Batman was just about to stab him, and there was nothing to stop him but, until it's like Marth save Martha. And it's like they've gotten Superman right so many times, though. Even yeah. George Reeves and paunchy belly and mm-hmm. terrible special effects. Fine, mm-hmm. Superman. I, I buy it. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Superman the animated series, Excellent. Super Friends, mm-hmm. Smallville, Justice League, Superboy, Lois and Clark. Here's Lois and Clark. Here's mm-hmm. something I say about Superman that I think super important. How in the world does Superman even get muscles? What what does he lift that's so <laughs> That's an from, excellent point. Like, so he should always, in my opinion, uh-huh. be an average looking person. Right. How does does he get ripped or so cut or you know what I mean? That's something I never thought of. That, I you know, seriously, I've never <laughs> even considered it. that. That is fantastic. I can you see I now I have that training montage in the Incredibles where he's bench pressing the right. um the that's, train cars. That's basically it. Yeah. It's got to be it. <laughs> you know, but, but then, in, you know, in Superman Returns with, with Brandon Routh, and again, that's a, I think the stalker Superman thing is writing because I think Brandon Routh did a great job right, with the I character part. Uh, he, but what? you see him at the end. He's lifting an entire, you know, basically it's island. beyond island at yeah. that point. It's a small continent at that stage. He's lifting it up into space. So what do you do? Kryptonite how do you build island? Yeah, he's lifting it. And how so? How yeah? How do you get those muscles? <laughs> That's awesome point. Never now, even thought of it. I'm assuming Wayne, you have probably seen this. I don't know the rest of you. The mm. documentary, The Death of Superman yes, Lives. Yes. What happened? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, I, is that the one with Nick Cage? Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it's the documentary that sort of chronicles be, yeah. the mm-hmm. winding path of 
of that you know, movie. Of that movie, of Kevin Smith writing it, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know John Peters being involved, and then mm-hmm. uh, Tim Burton. It, yes. it, it, a long winding path to a movie that never happened, and then I, eventually sort of evolved in the Superman, the Brandon Ralph movie. Okay. I mean, really I know that the it. movie had existed in concept form. I knew that you know there are pictures of of Nick Cage with the long hair and the mm-hmm. suit and everything. I know. Mm-hmm. You know that it existed. Those, those pictures are scary. They are scary. Yeah, they are. I, I have not seen the documentary that it, you refer to. It's on Showtime, mm-hmm. and Showtime. I've got it on DVR. Yeah. And okay, I've, keep it. I've forever, got it. On, but, yeah, I've got it. It's. it's it, but it, it just shows that they got confused. They they wanted to distance themselves from Christopher Reeves and mm-hmm. sort of right from whatever time they decided to try and make that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do something different with Superman. Now, Superman's who Superman is. Mm-hmm. And, so I think the, the big yeah. mistake that we can probably distill this down to, the bottom common common denominator, is to distance yourself from what Christopher Reeve and, and that whole crew, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and everybody was involved, the writing, the directing, etc. What they created was, we'll, we'll just call it a gold standard for the way that this particular character should be treated mm-hmm. why would you turn away from that i mean yeah you want to be able to put your own spin on it but i think you could do that without distancing yourself from it you can do it by you know emulating it respecting it honoring it in and some that's way, what shape, i or think form. the super and that's where they went wrong that's what i think the supergirl tv show has done right mm-hmm. is that they've gotten close to know that he's not as goofy a clark kent mm-hmm. you know he's but it, it's a nice uplifting version of Superman who loves his cousin. He'll come help every once in a while mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and people don't hate him. I like and the that's actor what I, too. I yeah. think he's done a great yes. job with the part. Oh, yeah. yep. Because it, in the in the DC cinematic universe, it's like people don't like him because people don't know him. Because mm-hmm. he, he hasn't been Superboy. He hasn't been any of that stuff. He's mm-hmm. just been Superman for like a week. Yeah. And then it's he like, showed and, up, and there's and a then, guy, and, mm-hmm. you, and you can't blame people for being suspicious. But. And then and he shows up, and then other aliens show up and try and destroy Metropolis. Yeah, and then it just goes downhill from there. And downhill it does. Except for Batman, they they also distance themselves from the Adam West Batman because. Well, but the, the comics did that to begin with, like the Adam West Batman sort of distanced itself from the early comics. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the, the, there was a history of of Dark Batman. Yes, and Michael Keaton's version is is fine. And right. I I didn't even until, hate until the Mister Freeze. Version. I didn't even <laughs> hate that one to be honest with you. How many seasons was the Alan West Batman? Three. 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 Yeah. Hundred and seventeen episodes. Yeah, something like that. I didn't even hate the the uh, the Mister Freeze version. It's no. it's goofy and I fine. the only thing I hated was bat nipples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Wayne, you have a history of, of you you because oh, you have this breadth of, of, of experience, of things now. that you've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're very prone, I've noticed, of everybody on the panel to look at the details that nobody else really looks at. Well And that's not it, a bad thing. I'm not because, saying you know, it was because Batman had them, Robin had them, Batgirl didn't have them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, so hey, equality in the nipple is what you're saying. You're looking for yeah. equality in the damn nipple, and Alicia Silverstone has actually shown them off. So why not bring them out, man? Come on, let's go. But and it was also she shouldn't, me have like been, that, Tanya. she shouldn't have been Alfred's uh, niece. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. I'm a sort of uh, whiner about day. little uh, details like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, no, she's not Alfred's niece. It's she, like even right now in Supergirl, mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen is buff. Yeah, he's more but, built than Superman. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, not I don't mind him being black, but I no. don't like all everybody he's more, knowing he's her. Taller than Superman. Yeah, everybody he's, knowing her secret identity 
irritates me to no end. Yes. And that's been a thing where, you know, and I've noticed that a lot is that your secret identity has really never been that secret, apparently, they in a lot of these shows. They need to bring back super hypnosis. How, yeah. many know, uh, <laughs> how many people know Ollie is, um, the, is Green Arrow? Green I think half the city at this yeah. point. Star City? <laughs> yeah. Or well, whatever it's called. How many know that Tony Stark is Iron Man? Everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and where he, he lived? Even in the comics, in the comics, nobody knew Iron Man was Tony Stark because right. it was always Tony Stark's bodyguard for like years. Yeah. Well, and then he, once the cat was out of the bag, though, is he's made no bones about it. You know. Then yeah, it, but in the when the first, first Iron Man movie, yeah, I'm Iron Man. But, no, even trying. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing is, the Mar, uh, but Marvel was able to play with that and do uh, uh, do things with that that um, I feel like. DC wouldn't be able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like Captain America. It's like, why do you wear a mask? Everybody knows you're Steve Rogers. Because hmm? <laughs> it looks cool. Because it looks cool. <laughs> it makes me look but cool. But again, back part of his in, uniform. Back in the comic but yet yeah. the glasses were the disguise yeah. for yeah. Clark Kent. Yeah. But well, he had super hypnosis, yeah. too. They made a joke about the glasses in Supergirl this past week yeah. where uh, her sister's girlfriend made a joke. Of course, I know. She, Kara Supergirl. The glasses aren't aren't that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, you know what? I've lost um lost track of Supergirl. I haven't watched it in, uh, in about a month. I think it's it's just been, came back. It just came back. Yeah. Yeah. Did it just come back on this yeah. week? All right. So I I'm only missing an episode or two. Show crossover. That's pretty much. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, Supergirl. That. that was the last one until this past week. Okay, so, so I'm not as far back yeah. as I was worried. Yeah. Then yeah. good, 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 good. All right, so I'll start catching I up with all this. They did a good job with that. I'm really interested mm-hmm. to see what they do with the Legion of Superheroes. That's going to be. I love they the have not said the Legion yet. They've just have they hinted s- everywhere, shown everything. Who's seen um, the uh, the flight ring? No, uh, Legends. They've started I, talking yeah, about the Legion. Legion of, of they've actually named it the Legion, Legion of, of Doom. Doom. Yes, I, I know that's that's different that's than the cool. Legion of Superheroes, yeah. but the Legion of Doom. It's like that. Especially this week, they were just joking all over about like, the Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing it at some Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was like. Because it was wonderful. I laughed during, when, yeah, when they said like, that. Like he said that. that. Yeah, it was hilarious. That, now, did, what was the Flash? There was like a headline or something. What was that? Two Which was one? there something in the. I'm behind the, the Flash. Flash. What was it? I'm caught Fla- up. Uh, on the Flash, there was like a headline in one of the papers or oh, something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they went Flash forward. Point, yeah. And, and they're the trying Legion to like thing. figure out how to fix it, how to fix the timeline. Well, yeah. just I, I mean, like, but I'm that's a huge crisis Legion. though. I'm yeah, a huge Legion fan. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I am too. I that was my favorite comic. Oh, but wasn't there yeah, something about Legion it. of Doom or something in one of the headlines? But one of the Legion of superheroes are a 30th, 30th century superhero group of teenagers that Superboy was part of. Oh, I but see. Superman mm-hmm. has a Legion flight ring in the um in the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. There's there's an Easter egg for you. Uh-huh. You gotta like, go back and watch and, it now. And, and Monel is a member of the Legion of Superheroes. Okay. So I expect oh, okay. some type of. Uh, it, one of my favorite moments, and uh, I, I get all talking about it, is I love when Karate Kid comes to try out for yes. the Legion. Karate Kid. He's like, kid. I'll fight Superman, and yeah. <laughs> he's like. Goes toe to toe with Superman. I mean, that's just you know. Now that's a good story, right? You know. Yeah. He can find the weakness of anything. Oh, I see. So, like, if you were looking at me, he would see uh, Legos, Doctor Who, and and these um, donut holes. So, yeah. uh, imagine <laughs> me as a, as a fan of the Legion of Superheroes. You know, grew up reading them through the mid seventies when the Ralph Macchio movie came out, and I found out it wasn't about him. <laughs> oh, I was so disappointed. Yes, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> 
All right, so we we did manage to at least touch on Man of Steel. <laughs> I love you guys, I really do. You knew that we were just oh, yeah. not going to stay no, on topic. Come on, no, I I, I have no target, delusions. I have target. no delusions of adequacy when it comes to hosting this gig. Um, <laughs> all right, so we touched on Man of Steel. We talked about some of the problems with it. The big the big problem we have with Man of Steel is that it really kind of diverges away from Superman's overall. It was dark. Theme overall feeling, and it's why would you make a Superman movie dark? Right. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's because like they that. wanted to. They. they they, they wanted want, to do something different, and mm-hmm. they wanted, and dark. I think what they were different. trying to do was they were trying to harken back to the Christopher <clears throat> Nolan Batman movies yes. with Superman, but mm-hmm. Superman is a hopeful character and a hokey character and a good character. And that's why he's always been such a great balancing point. Yeah, that's why he like and super, Batman are the two guys in the yeah. Holy Trinity, mm-hmm. because they balance each other in that respect. And, and then Batman versus Superman <clears throat> were Metropolis, no, Gotham is a suburb of Metropolis. That, that yeah, I, I don't know enough about yeah. the DC universe that, to know how bad that is. Two Whoa. separate cities, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, yeah. Metropolis just is... A, know, just look at our faces. Yeah, I'm, that's all I need, really, at this point. <laughs> no. I get the Metropolis has always been an analog for New York City. Kind of, yes. What, what's Gotham City supposed to be? It it's also supposed to be a uh, analog of for, New York City. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought Gotham was... It's, is see. it kind of like the Hell's Kitchen in yes. New York City? Yes. Okay. I thought a Metropolis could be more like a... Uh, a Chicago. Like a, Chicago. Chicago, yeah. 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 Metropolis yeah. But it's has a big, always been it's like... It's one of a big cities. Right. Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. But Gotham was always like a... I thought Gotham was always New York. Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, kind of like... Okay. Metropolis was always Manhattan, and Gotham was always like the Bronx or... Right. That'd work. Or, yeah. All right. So with that in mind, having Gotham as a suburb of Metropolis, is that that big a deal then? You you made it a point as a negative thing, but with these the way you're describing it, yeah, uh, because, would they naturally be that yeah, close to each Gotham other anyway? never be called a suburb. A suburb. And the fact that it's a borough. when no, that's Clark Kent was working for, the, working for the Daily Planet and it's like, Bruce Wayne's coming to town. Who's that? It's like yeah. it's it's like the most the richest person in the country is coming. It's like saying Bill Gates is coming to town. Who's <laughs> that? Yeah. Um. Here's, here's what here's what I find to be okay. Uh, okay, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a professional wrestler, and I I look at a lot. Uh, like that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that were you in that show Friday Night? Is that where that came from? No, actually, oh, okay. no, no. All right. Um, I, th- so I'll tell you the real story behind my black eye. I finally said the wrong thing to my wife. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I feel like, okay, so let's take the 70s, 80s, and let's look at like characters. Very, lots of color, lots right. of hokey. Uh, wrestlers all had these yes. gimmicks, had mm-hmm. these yes. colors, had mm-hmm. these things that were over the top and kind of just weird. And like the same thing with the superheroes. And now everybody wears dark colors, has, Leather. has, has yeah, tribal tattoos. Mm-hmm. On their face and in weird spots and all that, like you can't tell that even in even in sports you had your Dan Marino, your John Elway, the yeah. colors. Yeah, of the, the good the guys, things. bad guys. Yeah, man. There's there, there was the thing. Now it's all everybody's towing the line. Everybody's just kind of like this anti-hero. And dark, actually, to, your faces and your heels. To make the uh, to make the uh, <laughs> an, the analogy right now, they're yeah. making an Aquaman movie for the DC universe. Yeah, and Aquaman and, is now. a Bad. He yeah. looked, and he looked I, like this. Whatever. Aquaman <laughs> should be wearing the orange and green outfit yes. we saw in Super Friends uh-huh. instead of looking like Roman Reigns. Right. He should also, right. He should also be a seahorse. <laughs> yeah. Riding a seahorse, yes. He should be hokey as all hell. <laughs> So I, I own a I own a marketing firm and we recently put together our core values and did all this stuff and then we all went home and thought about who our who our who our the character that best represents us and we are so are, we value things like integrity, um, hard work, um, uh, 
um, creativity. And so everybody went home. All these like non-comic book guys were like, I think an owl would be good. I think this would be good. And I wrote all this stuff. And my buddy... Uh, former WWE superstar who used to who works for me now, Colin Delaney, um, mm-hmm. comes in and he goes, "It's Aquaman," and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, it is Aquaman." So all of a sudden now we've got this influx of Aquaman stuff everywhere because <laughs> you know really he's one of those characters that is not supposed to be that you know he's he talks to sea life you know and 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 can still somehow hang with the best of the best i mean there's something really and he needs to be creative right like right. how are you going to and mm-hmm. and and the integrity and and you know to run a, a, a you know i well, think what they're trying to do is they're trying to they there is a history of um like in the early 2000s of making aquaman Darker, especially like with uh, the Justice League, the um, where they, they cut got, off his, they cut cut off off his hand. hand. The, Peter, the Peter David uh, series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they call him Arthur. Yeah, they call him Arthur. Arthur yeah. Curry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Talk. But yeah, it's, I think that's what they're trying to hook into, as opposed to the hokey uh, Aquaman of the um, of the Super Friends. Yeah, but in the Marvel versus DC, when Aquaman was fighting Submariner, and Submariner would beat up. Basically, it beat Aquaman and was spending the last before he could pin him because he had to pin him to beat him. And then, then Submariner went into his five minute rant about how much better he is than everybody else and was about to do his Imperious Rex thing. And Aquaman dropped a whale on him and won. <laughs> <laughs> my to this day, my favorite Aquaman is Brave and the Bold. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was just oh, gonna yeah. bring that up. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, just uh, so he's hokey. just so yeah. hokey. Fantastical. <laughs> All the, what was he? It was, he was great. Oh my god, telling great stories. And yeah. He's like a knight, and it's like we're gonna go and we're gonna just full of himself. Monster. They yeah. basically Let's, tried to sh- old chap. He was he was um, a knight of the Round Table. Yeah, and from Atlantis, it was hilarious. <laughs> yes, it was, it was wonderful. It was, it was so great. in the fifties, when you have your golden age, your silver age, whatever the hell age of, of comic books, in the fifties, when everything is all up and perky, and you know the economy is booming in the country, and everything is wonderful, and you see these multicolored superheroes gracing the pages of your favorite comic books, and you know these these fantastical spandex costumes and capes and stuff on your TV and your your serial movies and things like that. And then here we are, fast forward it to the, the modern era, the, 20, the 2017, 2016, 20-teens, whatever the hell. And, you know, we're all, everybody's brooding and, and upset, yeah. and we're all pissed off, and, and we, Except you know, Captain America. He's hanging in there, but even that has got a, yeah. got a bit of a darker edge to it now. So our stories are reflecting the culture of the times. So everything has to be dark and edgy, because we, as a people, have become dark and edgy because of the influences. Of, and let me just finish this real quick. Yeah. Um, so do we do we need these characters to be what they were originally to kind of show us the way or do we need to con- have them continue to reflect who we who we become? I think like the uh bad when people were having bad times in the 40s with the kind of the war and mm-hmm. stuff there was lighter entertainment to get people's minds mm-hmm. off of the bad issues of the day. And, and it's kind of turned, hasn't it? It's like, no, it's just enha- it's kind of like feeding just, into it almost yeah, is what it, it feels like. Yeah, it feeds into it. But mm-hmm. that's why then you need Superman, Batman. You need the, the bright colored guys, mm-hmm. the guys who are good so that you can have something to look at and say, this is what we want you know, to and, be like. Yeah. And, and they need to change their uniforms mm-hmm. and their costumes because they're really dark mm-hmm. now. Just make sure that's not animated. I mean, in retrospect, the Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer and George Clooney Batmans weren't so, but they're not so dark if you look at them now. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and they're still, okay, they're still okay. light enough. There's, a, there's enough humor in there, enough 
lightness in there. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's Michael Keaton just sort of confused about how big his house is and <laughs> yeah, th- that type of thing. Yeah, but it's like they just need to make it a better image for people. It, mm-hmm. Or if you just keep feeding everybody dark, you're just going to get more and more dark. Mm-hmm. And which Marvel <clears throat> has done well with. I mean, yes. th- there's a sense of humor. <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my favorite Oh, my movies. God, it's a great movie. Yeah. I think what it is is um, Marvel's having a better time reading the people. Um, okay. The, the people want a more positive type of movies, and I feel like the Marvel Universe has been a hell of a lot more positive than the DC Universe. Like there's there's a quote from Joss Whedon, and, and this was during an interview that he was doing uh, in the in the run-up to the first Avengers movie. He said, the, the secret to my success is you you mirror that society, you make it dark, you make it gritty, you make it serious, but for God's sake, tell a fucking joke. Yeah. And and Avengers did that. You know, it made it, it especially in the in the in the New York scene, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. bad. It's like they're getting beat, they're getting hammered on, mm-hmm. but they're still keeping those little running comments to each right. other. They're they're keeping they're, it light. They're keeping they're... it light. They're letting the audience associate with their sense of humor. And you see that throughout all of his other work, Buffy, Vam- Angel, whatever the case may be. But in, in then in, in we, Man we start, of Steel, that was not they didn't, Man no. of Steel they just, at all. They didn't ever got around. The funniest yeah. comment Funny in the well. entire movie of Man of Steel was at the end when he meets that he has that last exchange with the general flies off and there's the, the captain yes. behind where he's kind of hot. That's that was it. the funniest comment in the whole damn movie. It was one of the last lines of the damn movie. Yeah. Whereas the only line that I can truly remember with Batman versus Superman is when they're Martha? fighting. Martha! No, it wasn't even that. It's when Wonder Woman comes in yeah. and they're I like, thought, yeah, I thought it. she, you brought her. She, I thought did she you bring her? Me. I thought she was with you. That's like the last five, mi- ten again. minutes of the movie. But I can like sit there and quote different lines from the Marvel movies just because they grasp that's you that's it. Yeah. so There's much There's another more. good point. Yeah. It's like you and I have a different uh, memory of Budapest or mm-hmm. things right. like that. It's like, well, it'll be fun. I'm Just looking like for a Tony Stank. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you always look for that one moment in the Marvel movie, too, where Stan Lee comes in. Right. Like, yes. you know, it's You're like, always looking but, for that. But I think that that's another thing that I, I think that we need to take into consideration, that um, there still is, this is still, this is a part of our childhood, right? Yeah, All this Ex- stuff is absolutely. A part of our childhood. Absolutely. Okay? And when you start to take that away, mm-hmm. you start to lose that that feeling of being young and yeah. being mm-hmm. a kid and you know, when you take that away and you just go dark, it's kind of losing its like luster like, for I don't me. want to it's be like, That's a hell of a point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I mean, why yeah. are we doing that's this? That's a hell right? of a point. And then yeah. also when you have to ask yourself, can I take my kid? Well, guess what? For every but, you know, kids are a huge part of our society. Mm-hmm. So, how much money are you losing on on a on a on a, a movie that you're not sure if you now, can take your kid De- to? Deadpool made a whole lot of money. Oh, right. Right. Well, but Deadpool was an outright appeal to the the modern uh, mature yeah. moviegoer yeah. who and wanted Ryan something Reynolds like says, that. It was a this comedy. is not a kid's movie. Yeah, yeah. it came but out. It was a comedy. Right, it, yeah, was. it was a it comedy, sudden violent comedy. How do you feel about that's breaking the fourth it wall? It knew yeah. it was a R-rated movie, and it knew how to do R without being like it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm so edgy, I'm R. It's like I'm R. Deal with it. Yeah, no. Right. Do you think the new Wolverine movie, Logan, is, or Old Man Logan, whatever they're calling it, Logan. Logan. it, is a reaction to DC being dark because now it's a somber R-rated movie? I don't no, think so. I don't no, think so. I think his, what it's it his is, last movie. Yeah, it's, I think what done. it is is 
the people who created the Logan movie are reading the tenor. This is probably the movie they've been wanting to make about this character for the longest time because this is what Wolverine is all about. Mm-hmm. He has always been that oh, broody, yeah, you know, that broody edge, and you know, pardon the pun, but you know, um, <laughs> you know, he's always been that that antihero. He's always been that character that will will turn things on its ear if he wants to, and and I think they this is the movie they've always wanted to make, but they couldn't because. The landscape was PG thirteen mm-hmm. for the longest time. Now Deadpool, you know, you see the the DC universe kind of trying to trickle in there, but Deadpool comes along, smashes the barrier down, and says, "I am the comic book movie for the the adult set for the you know, the college kids and up." And they see that, and they're like, "Okay, well, Hugh's getting old. He doesn't want to make another movie. We can convince him maybe to do one more. Let's make the movie we've always wanted to make. There's tons of source material. Mm-hmm. This is our opportunity." So. They read. I think they read it and ran with it. It wasn't that. Um, well, we need to. Ca- it was. There was no vibe in 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 the production of this movie, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't feel the vibe of. Oh well, we need to catch up with the Deadpool crowd, or we need to catch up with this crowd. It was. Hey, we have an opportunity here. Let's make the story we've always wanted to. But don't forget, V for Vendetta was our. So was. Um, mm-hmm. So was Watchmen. Well, see, the the thing about V for Vendetta and Watchmen is. They're also dark too. They're, well, they are, but the the in the the graphic novels they come from are as well. Mm-hmm. But they weren't the, part of the DC they, universe not, proper. Exactly. Right, right. I tell you what, I had forgotten until you mentioned it this morning during show prep that Watchmen was part of the DC universe. Yeah, I had well. forgotten that completely. It is. And it V is for now, Vendetta is kind of standalone because it has that ability of being on its own. It's its own story. It's an right. own observation yeah. of things. So when you when you talk about those movies. In my opinion, those are movies based on graphic novels, quality graphic work, mm-hmm. okay? But I don't see them as part of the DC universe. I don't see them as akin to the Marvel universe because mm-hmm. they're not the superhero movies that are the superhero stories except that you're used to. Except in DC Rebirth, they are now. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. are. They, they've, yeah, the yeah, they've got adopted in the, in the Rebirth. Uh, mm-hmm. part of the DC universe. Yeah, yeah so there's, That's there's, wild. I was just going to ask if we could Go break ahead. off and talk about that for just a minute because I'm super excited about this whole Watchmen Rebirth? thing. Oh, the Rebirth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then rebirth finding is actually... The, uh, finding New 52 the, sucked, but now they got Rebirth and that's like... Finding the thing in the Batman's cave, <clears throat> right. the pin, uh, you know, just um, I'm, I'm hearing... Uh, whispers, because you know I'm so tied into the <laughs> the world of uh, <laughs> comic books. I'm hearing uh, Swamp Thing is gonna is gonna save the world from the Watchmen. I'm just hearing all these like it's, weird, cool, gonna, like I can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna bring a whole new level to it. I think stuff was like eh, new fifty two. I mean, the, the comic books is... new the uh, DC knew to sort of lighten up the comic books. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with the whole rebirth thing, and they're doing well. Do you think? Now the movies to get back to the DC movies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you think will they take a page from the comic books? Yeah. If they want to be successful, yeah. they're going to have to. I Superman think there's really now, Superman is now lighter than he was before. Yeah. yeah. And well, he went on a diet, didn't he? It was you know. <laughs> but it, it's lots of they, fish. They've they've changed things around <laughs> from Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> And he, even just, Aqu- he went back to the Arctic and, and uh, decided fishing. to mellow out. Yeah, well, well, this is the <laughs> chill Superman. out literally. This is the uh, '80s Superman who's married Lois Lane and has a kid mm-hmm. and who's in this universe now. Mm-hmm. So, because oh, the other that's one, cool too, the kids. Yeah. So they, they've got lots of cool stuff that they're doing now, and it's like this is better than it used to be. Okay. Do you, do you think the movie people are getting sick of being compared to the TV people? And the I TV would, I would say somebody yeah. somebody in the movie crew, either an actor yeah. or a writer or a producer or some sort of stagehand, has probably got to get and be getting ticked that the movies are being compared to the, the Arrowverse on TV. Yeah, and and, and not in a good light. Yeah, yeah. they're mm-hmm. like, why can't you be like the, the guys on TV? 
you know, and and that yeah. was a big thing. Is Marvel has done a very a lot of hard work in tying in its Netflix and its Agents of Shield TV mm-hmm. series to the movies. I mean, yeah, there's not they well, don't while still being together. separate while yeah, still right. being separate. Um, whereas DC has basically just wiped their butt with them and said that's it. TV and movies are separate. And I, you know, in this modern era where media is across so many different platforms, that that's a disservice. A mm-hmm. It's a mistake. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, they Absolutely brought they brought Constantine back. Mm-hmm. You know, it was canceled on NBC, and they brought him into the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same actor. Yeah, same. Which actor I thought was a everything. great. That was, was a great tip. Worked. That they're was actually, well done. Um, they're actually making an animated one on yeah, CWC, and CWC for him. Yeah. And is the actor going to be I the guess. same voice? Or? I'm not sure. Is I it? think so. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, be cool. My Glad question you. is, why can't you? I mean, these are, for all intentional purposes, B characters. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you keep your. Superman's and your Batman's up here, mm-hmm. and then you put cross in. They don't to want your, to. to your, oh, I get that, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't that. understand why they don't. Because but, now there's already two separate Supermans too. There's with two Henry separate Cavill Supermans. And, there's yeah. two separate right. Flashes. So have a have a moment. Well, because they, they also want yeah, you to that, buy I mean, into this. The yeah, they want you to buy into this the whole multiverse multiverse yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, I think that's and guess what? Really good idea in that sense because then you can do anything and yeah, the, the, the Earth one, Earth yeah. two, and, real, right, and the know. TV Earth shows 19. have addressed that. The TV yeah. shows have addressed that yeah. with Flash and Supergirl being in different right. universes. Earths. Yes. Earths. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it would be absolutely hilarious if someone from this uh, from one of the CW shows gets a cameo in one of in the movies. I don't think it will ever happen. No, but I think it'd make, be hilarious. It would be interesting tip. It, yeah, it would be great if they yeah. did that. It, yeah. it, it would boost everybody. It It'd be funny if you know Superman's battling somebody out in, in a rural, you know, camp uh, wooded area, and um, they crash down in the middle of a summer camp, and, and there's um, Stephen Amell doing uh, teaching archery. Yeah, you know, funny. that kind of a thing. Anyway, I'm, or, I'm, I have a question. Or just throw Grant Gustin and have him be Grant Gustin somewhere. Yeah, there's <laughs> singing, singing karaoke yeah. or something like that. That's uh, coming up though. Yeah, it is. I know it is. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. March fourth, right? Yeah. March fourth. Right. I have a question for the panel. And then I have two words that I'm going to say. So question, and then I have two words for you. All right, so my question is this, because I made no bones about it in many conversations so far. I am a Marvel guy. My pull list is 100% Marvel. Um, and it may actually add DC because my son has discovered Green Lantern, Green Lantern in the Rebirth. Um, is there a particular title that you would recommend, DC fellas, that as a comic book enthusiast as myself, amateur one, uh, what title would I pick up to start kind of getting into the DC universe a little bit more? I really like Superman right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Superman and the Rebirth. Superman, mm-hmm. Super Son, the Trinity. A- anything the with yeah, Trinity. anything with the main heroes. Okay. Yeah. Is there a Justice League yeah, title Justice right now? Justice League. Okay. Uh Luther's not part of the Justice League anymore. <laughs> Luther, Lex Luthor was yeah. part of the Justice League? Lex Luthor was leading the Justice League. Holy also, crying out loud. He was president awesome. at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, was, he was president of the United too. States for a while, but too. But now he's wearing Superman's S. Oh, really? He's he's kind of like... He's bought he's, he's bought into it now. For, and for actually, now. I like how you're doing the air quotes yeah. while you say good. <laughs> I, that, good I, I, that's a good kick. Flash is really, really good. I, I've always I liked like the Flash, Flash as a character. I've always <laughs> thought, you know, Barry Allen, Wally Watch, whoever happened to be, I thought that was a great character, a great way to balance out the seriousness of the others. All right, now, my two words. Suicide Squad. Okay. All right, let's talk about that movie. Because we've kind of hinted at both Man of Steel and you know, Batman and Superman and all the I, flaws and whatnot. Let's I talk like about Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn stole the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was the show. She I was the show. It. Her, her I mean, and Deadshot. Overall, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the best of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than some Marvel movies, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, but <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> uh, like the sequel ones. Like okay. 
uh, Iron Man Thor two, 2 and 3. Thor 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Did yeah. Suicide Squad suffer from the I want to do too much in a short spe- yeah. period of time yes. syndrome? Too many origins all at once. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't even do them yeah. all. Yeah. Right, right. I like, what's his name? Who's the guy who got uh, Slipknot? Slipknot. Slipknot. <laughs> they introduced him, and then two <laughs> scenes him. later, they you know they killed him. Well, it's yeah. like, come on. Well, the, they obviously set it up that way because they needed to prove that they were going to blow up, uh, blow you up mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. don't do this. Mm-hmm. Which I understand, but it sucked because what are you going? Uh, we don't. Uh, oh, I'm so sad. We just lost Snip, Slipknot. I am going to cry. Like Captain Boomerang didn't do anything either. <laughs> yeah, Did Killer he... Croc I always liked as a character, and but in much. this he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, all the other characters weren't as good as Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Marco Robbie stole the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Marco Robbie and... steals the show pretty much when she's on screen. And for the hate Jared Leto guy, I thought he was an okay Joker. He was an but okay yeah. Joker, but he didn't I, do I anything. Was right. Yeah, but that's how I can. Like I still remember. I thought he. I but he was enjoyed mobs- him. He was mobster Joker. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't Mad Dog chasing a bus, Joker. He was mobster Joker. Mobster Joker. He he wasn't Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger. No, he sort of reflected the times we're in now. Sort of a Mm -hmm. cynical douchebag, sociopath. I saw a YouTube video comparing him to. the one from the TV show with Adam West. What was oh, his name? C- Cesar Romero. Oh, Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. Eh. Really? No, yeah. no, I wouldn't see it. Yeah. But it's still, it's like they could have done better. The villain that they had, the Enchantress, mm-hmm. is wasn't like the, I don't know. They they take the comics Time and make to them whatever. Belly they dance, want. guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Har- Harley was such a hit. Uh, they're making a Gotham City Sirens movie now. I'd heard a something spin-off. about that. Now, what is is that? Uh, was there a comic book title of that yeah, name for Harley, a while? Harley, Poison Ivy, and and then and Catwoman, Batgirl. Yeah. What, maybe maybe um um Black Canary. Yeah, hmm. you know, but none of those others exist in the DC cinematic universe yet. So you'll have to do origins for them all. See, I, or, I don't... or do them, you know, a little bit more subtly because a Suicide Squad, I've always felt like they were sledgehammering people in, in, you know, not really kind of making it blend into the story, but it was like, oh, bam, here's a new guy, bam, then, here's another guy. And then, who's the villain going to be? Hmm. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like you got their bad guys fighting bad guys. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like... their villain is Batman. Except for it can't be Batman. You can't have Batman. That's the thing. You can't have Batman show up in every movie that you make. But that's what they want to do. Hmm. All right, guys. We know that Batman's a very popular character. How can we put Batman into this movie? <laughs> he delivers the pizza in the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, that's going to work. Yeah, right. let's do that. Here, let me ask this. Ben Affleck is Batman. Are we liking it? Not liking it? I didn't it? mind him. I, 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 I thought he did a great okay. job. with. I'm indifferent at the moment. I, I, I want to see more. I, I think he did a great job as as Bruce Wayne, which is always seems to be mm-hmm. that aspect that kind of gets missing in a, in, a, in a Batman story. Like, Michael Keaton had his, his turn as Bruce Wayne, as well as Batman, and he had a really good blend. He had a really good gentility to him, which was or a very easygoing mm-hmm. kind of thing, which when you have Michael Keaton as, as a comedic actor come in and play that part, that was... It was weird. It was wild, but it was so cool to watch him in action. I, I like the Animaniacs episodes where it's like where they show Batman mm-hmm. and then the bat suit opens up and out walks like uh, a short Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, you can say what you want about Val Kilmer and mm-hmm. and uh, George Clooney. Uh, they're great actors, great personalities, but probably not right for the part. Uh, and then, you know, you've got um, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Thank you. 
and and whatnot. But I, I really do feel I yeah I really do feel that Ben Affleck has kind of taken over. He's made mm-hmm. it his own. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but swinging back to, to Suicide Squad, guilty of too much too soon. Yes. And too fast. And soundtrack plus, was and, great. Though. Yeah, soundtrack was good. So, so yeah. excellent use of music, and mm-hmm. uh, they did too much with characters. The general, uh, you got to have more that the general audience mm-hmm. they're not familiar with. Enchantrix and Captain well, Boomerang. Well, and, well, well, well. They how uh-oh. about um, Here we go. oh wait, how Guardians about, of Galaxy? Yeah, that's what it's okay. about to say. Yeah. You're right about that. So okay, I, 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 I retract my statement. I think that there was some really. I think well, clearly it was one of the best. It made a ton of money, right? <laughs> Out of all I the think, movies, yeah, it, right? it, I mean, it was one of the top movies. Of somebody the had to get it, right? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I think that sometimes we talk about movies that are made for fans and mm-hmm. that made, you know, yeah. so we're talking about this like, you know, that Wolverine movie and blah, blah, blah. This movie was made for fans. And I think also, just for the record, I don't need a long, drawn out uh, backstory <laughs> no, every single time. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I know these characters, mm-hmm. you know, I know that backstory. But I, I don't think you need a, an origin story in general. A lot of times, comic books, they, they wait, back in the old days, they used to wait sure. issues before they decided, oh, you needed to know. Here's the character. Here's what he can do. Right. And yeah. He's in here's this his situation powers. right now. Yeah. yeah. And here's the situation. And, and, and you learn his motivations Ray. by watching the the writing, watching the acting. I mean, no one. When I was a kid, you know, my first comic was Justice League issue like one fourteen or something. I didn't sure. know who all these characters were when I picked it up. Yeah. I just knew here's Superman and Batman and Poison Ivy and all the other characters. And I, okay, Tattoo Man can touch his tattoo and it comes to life. There you go. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, as far as so th- them doing too much, I I don't know if I agree with that. I tell you, I didn't like the enchantress thing. I mm-hmm. thought that she it, was a weak the, villain. The, well, okay, but she was. They were going to destroy the world. I mean, these guys weren't. Th- these guys, these guys weren't, weren't on world, that level. World, yeah. yeah, these guys aren't world defenders, right? Mm-hmm. Like, bring somebody in, right? You know, um, it would have been better if it was some like Russian thing or something, yeah. some a bomb, some whatever, mm-hmm. something like terrorists, that. whatever. Yeah, I, those I would are the like flavor of the day. And there's some great. Characters you could have mm-hmm. put in there for sure. Some stories you could have told with some KGBB. of those characters. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, some, that would have been fun. Yeah. Some really cool, fun stuff. Um, I think this movie and I think this. Okay, first of all, Suicide Squad's been out for a long time. Yeah. It only really got popular six years ago, five six years ago, mm-hmm. and I think that that they were like Harley gonna, wasn't even part of the team. No. Yes. Yes. Exactly. No. And so I think they it's this started out as this is a, like let's say there was a whiteboard similar to the one behind us in this studio here, mm-hmm. and it says what movies we would like to make for us. And I think it started off as one like for comic book guys for kind of, I think it was mm-hmm. like one of those things that was like man this movie would be great I always want to see B rate B C characters yeah. I mean mm-hmm. God for Animal God, for Man God, please do a Booster Gold Booster Blue Beetle <laughs> no, that'd be hilarious no. Booster Gold that'd like, be hilarious because he's such an interesting character like, yeah, I, I heard rumor of a Dead Man movie not too Dead long Man, really cool. that'd be fun that would be, be, cool. be fun sure and uh, but you Spectre. know so, so here we are with oh, yeah. these characters, and then it was like, then it got like, oh well, we got to bring in Harley, and we got to bring in Joker, and she'll bring in the, Batman, we gotta, yeah, and, yeah like, you know, and it's like, I don't think they needed to do all that. And then here was this like, okay, you know, just defending the world against Enchantress thing. I was like, uh, okay, overall, I love the soundtrack. I thought mm-hmm. the characters were were well done. I would have liked a tad more color and some of the stuff like I. You, you know, mean like brighter, said, not but, shot in the dark? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the one thing with the DC movies are all shot at night. Yeah. You know, all in the dark at night. It's like, how come they don't 
fight you any crime Batman during the day. comes out at night, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob a bank during the day, and you should be all set. In the 1960s yeah. Batman, he was out during the day all the time. Yeah. When is when is Justice League supposed to come out? Is that this year? Is it this coming summer? out? This year, this summer. Yeah. It's coming out this no, summer? No, no, this November. Wonder Woman's out this Wonder summer. Wonder Woman is this summer? June 2nd for Wonder Woman. Okay. Well, what's going to happen is this. When Wonder Woman comes out, we're going to try and do something a little bit more... Um, uh, immediate because usually we're recording podcasts and we're releasing them almost a month or so later but when uh when wonder woman comes out i, I want as much of many of us as much of us yeah i was an english major as many of us to see it as possible and then we're going to come back almost immediately after wonder woman is released we're going to do a review we're going to talk about what we think have they learned anything in the dcu are they going in the right direction is this the step uh, that milestone is going to take them in the in direction we would see dc go in all right so we're going to have that conversation and then again we'll do it again because justice league is going to be no you know, we're going to hold that right up to the Avengers. Oh, uh, Justice you, League and Avengers. can do that. Chris, can we do that live so people can actually like do a live in? podcast? Yeah. So, well, like, while we're at the movie, we're going to talk to each <laughs> no, other? No, 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 no. All right. What do we so, mean? Can we do it live so uh, people can like call in? Yeah. Like, you know, we could try, probably yeah, try that. That'd be by, fun. by November, we should have most of our tech Mystery under yeah. control at that point. Uh, version of, uh... But I don't, I don't think you can hold I just, I don't know. I I'm, I don't know. But I you have to understand. You should be able to hold. That's Justice what I'm going League to do, though. And then as the to the Avengers. Yeah, as the ca- as the more casual observer than you and Billy, because you guys have been around this and you've been around this culture for so long, and you're into it much farther than I am. And I know I'm power geek, but you guys, you guys are, you guys have the that edge on me, and so. God for me, well, D- DC Comics is my sweet well, that's, spot, and that's yeah. the thing is you talk yeah. about that's that often, Bill. Yeah. And yeah, so but you should be able to hold Justice League. Justice League should kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really should, should kill the Avengers. The Avengers, but are, yeah, I don't they're, know. They're, yeah, it's, it's going to be see, the, it's going to be interesting to see what have they learned by Superman, listening to people Super, like us Superman talking about it. Superman isn't there yet. Don't mm-hmm. forget, Superman's dead for right now. Well, I know. Well, he's supposed to. He's going to come back in Justice League, right? Somewhere along the way. So here's the thing. Are they going to take advantage <laughs> like of everything the, the armchair quarterbacks like, like us have said? Are they going to take advantage and they're going to craft this movie to accommodate what they've been hearing? So are they really going to listen to the fans? That's the question so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be interested right, in Right asking. now I think the DCW does a better <laughs> job than uh, than um, the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. Well, by far. Oh, I, yeah. You know, I, didn't, I don't think I've even watched yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a year. I've missed most of the... Oh, the past season I'm and a half. Up. They, I've caught up too. They just finished the um, the Ghost Rider thread. And oh, okay, on, okay. Now they're on a new right. one, which I did I'm see the beginning of the Ghost Rider thread. On the fence about this new. Who is it? Oh, where the guy is. Um, well, Captain America slash the new head of Shield. Oh, the head of Shield. oh that no, guy. No, not him. It's just yeah. the the storyline like with them. Uh, oh, with the with uh, Jocastra. Which All right. should be. <laughs> well, at this point, I think we're going to wrap this one up, put this one to bed. But like I said, we're going to when Wonder Woman comes out, we're going to talk about it again. When Justice League comes out, we're we're definitely because I want to see if the people behind the DC universe are as capable of evolving and listening to what you know what has transpired as as we're hoping they are for these yeah. characters. So, with that being said, for Jason, Wayne, Tony, myself. Tanya and Billy, this has been Monkey Business, a product of Mighty Monkey Productions. Putting on its second show, Flower City Comic Con, May 20th and 21st of 2017, this year at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash F-C-3-R-O-C. Color me impressed. You didn't do that with the paper. Oh, I you know, no, have these things memorized. I had to close my eyes to think it through. Because <laughs> I didn't like have my little professor. script. Yeah. Well, you know, I can learn too. Yeah, I hope they get You had homework. I had homework. 
I hope they get Justice League right. I love you all. <laughs> I hope they get Justice League right. 